0: Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview WA Oaks Day, BJ Ryan and Terry Layton. We are recording the 1-1, your West Australian racing podcast. It's uh, 10.55am on Thursday, the 25th of March. Pinjarra racing this afternoon and Albany. They've squeezed in a little Albany Friday meeting just for Terry. um, Just for me, yeah. (laughs) Just for Terry. The, um, of course, Ascot, Oaks Day, Sad Day, but also... This will bring a smile to the guru and, and many others who, who appreciate a punt in the goldfields. Kalgoorlie up and running again on Saturday, first meeting of the season. Uh, that um, the the Kalgoorlie season, of course, is very popular, especially when it, it rolls into the uh, regular Sunday meetings. A bit of a bit of um, Sunday fill-ups to come, hopefully, and uh, the weekend wraps up in on the crayfish coast with a Geraldton meeting this Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's called the Goldfields for a reason, BJ. That's right. Stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Mundaring Hotels, WA Racing Mastermind, and the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competitions. Reckon there'll be a pretty popular one this week in the Get Out Stakes, too, BJ.
0: Yes, I reckon we'll uh, we'll get a uh, a swarm of entries for one particular horse in the Get Out Stakes this week. That mm. is for sure, and uh, has been the target of uh, significant support since the markets were released this morning. But more so, a bit of housekeeping. If you would like to read the leg up, which is my pre-markets preview released at 7 a.m. this morning, you can jump onto bestbets.com.au and or the Oz Race website. Terry Layton, Daniel Cripps, they are the Wild West. Their video preview, which will be available on the Betfair Hub. That's betfair.com.au.
1: Jeez, we just had a bit of a chat about that as well. And neither of us have found too many investments at the current quotes that we're uh, too enthused about. So uh, we'll have to make sure all the good stuff's on the 1 1. Uh, also, BJ, the 1 1 is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other. Major podcasting platforms, please subscribe, rate, and review highly.
0: Very good time to kick off our WA Oak State preview. Let's get cracking. The rail is in the nine-meter position mm. with a maximum of twenty-nine degrees. No easterlies this weekend, which is um, which. So it's it's cooler and um, and no easterlies. So um, after a couple of uh, sad days in a row, where on speed and rails in run have um have been favored significantly um we're hoping for a more even playing field on saturday
1: yeah i think that's a fair assessment i don't think uh it's worth diving too deep i think that's uh that's bang
0: on all right we could be on um world record pace for this podcast terry because it's a very very low key start to the day i know nwx Day, i'm sure um Railway and Perth Racing will be uh, disappointed with the numbers, but mm. we can only assess what um, what is in front of us. And, and to kick things off, we have race one at twelve fourteen pm on uh, on Saturday the twenty seventh of March. It's the Let's Celebrate City of Belmont Handicap over twenty two hundred meters and just the six runners to face the starter. Yeah,
1: look, we can only take it one race at a time and uh, just try and put our best foot forward and. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I've got no other cliches I can utilize at the moment, BJ, but uh, at least the good thing about race one is we get our first, um, something we coined on the Wild West the other day. It was our McManus moment. Tell me more. Uh, well, Brad, uh, Brad was kind enough. There's a flock here that, Maricino was 370 at one point. I don't think that's right. It says uh, open to 290, top win 370. That I don't think that's right. I never saw... Um, I didn't even say the 290. By the time I tuned in, it was 270 or something. Um, but very simply, BJ, I think Maricino uh, looks your best horse. Uh, in a 72-plus, as a 72 Raider. William Pike goes on. Uh, I think if he has to breeze, he can win. I think if he gets cover, he wins. Um there aren't too many situations here I don't think Maricino uh gets the job done BJ I'm expecting unreliable uh racing on the 7 day backup to uh to put some pressure on with the 51 and a half from the 600 or so which would be a, a smart move for a, a nice and fit horse but um geez, I think uh I think Marichino looks a pretty good thing in the first that um that run uh, Ten days ago, when uh, he carried five and a half kilos more than Temptation, and they got out at the same time and sprinted together, um, yeah, I think that's just about as strong as he faces here, to be honest. And he drops five and a half kegs, so should be winning. But there's no fancy prices now, unfortunately.
0: That is uh, that is correct, Terry. The uh, the wizard back from Victoria. What did he ride three yesterday? So mm-hmm. he um he didn't three, waste
1: all, it. all three of them. Three date the trip as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, William Derek. He <laughs> out in pikey land there. Mm. He uh, he didn't waste any time, just ticking over the winners back on uh, back on the west coast. So I don't think he's going to take long to get uh, get back in the winner's circle again on Saturday. I'm with you, Terry. I think a ma- nice, really nice option for Marachino. I would prefer cover, uh, but in saying that, I'm expecting Bo Bannovic Edwards to roll along on. Saxon sacks, sacks off and major major mambo perhaps um, holding a forward position as well and Pikey can just tuck in behind uh, one of those two horses and get dragged into the into the race without burning too much fuel um, as Terry said fifty nine point five down to fifty four just got cluttered away from gate one in that midweek run whereas Temptation admittedly she was sort of held. Um, Behind heels as well, but she was sort of being able to get a bit more flow, a bit more momentum, and it's a lot easier to pick up uh, when you're temptation and you got 54 kgs than it is to pick up when you've been um, gate one lacking momentum with 59.5, which uh, Maricino was last start. So I thought that effort was really um, was really good. The Bunbury performance beforehand was tough considering um, that was huge the the, the 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 tempo they went out in front and just yeah there's the upside down nature of that race and um and I even thought that 1800 meter performance behind that's funny as three starts ago was was excellent as well so I'm with Terry I think this is the the race for Marachino and um I'd be surprised if he got rolled. Bellar's Idol. What do you think about Bellar's Idol and the quick backup? He's um, uh oh, he's just weighted
1: out. It's just weighted out of it. Sixty yeah. kilos. You're giving Maracino six kilos. It's not as it's probably on the same level as Maracino as a horse, and you're giving it six kilos and William Pike, so yeah, it's just not the race for Bell's I don't think. I think the market's far too compact in that sense, but I guess they, they have to compact the market. Brad went up four dollars forty, frees him off, actually. That's another one worth discussing, Bradley, if you're tuning in. That's <laughs> currently yeah, twenty to I'm, one.
0: Oh yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at Brad bet at the moment. It's eighteen dollars. Freeze them off. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm that
1: a- that that needs more airtime. Actually, Brad, how have you gone up four dollars forty? Freeze them off. Hang on. This is just uh, this is just coming to my attention properly. here. Come on, Bradley. Grow up. No, no. I won't give him a grow up. Yeah, I'll save that for. I'll save that for a bit, <laughs> for a bit <laughs> later. But we'll uh, uh, we'll just we'll stir him up early. But no, it's. Um, yeah, no, Bella Zyde was a nice win, 10 out of 10 from Sean McGruddy in the yeah. Southwest Cup last week yeah. when um, Darren McAuliffe really presented his two runners in. Good nick, didn't he?
0: Poor, oh, gee whiz. Uh, I hope everything's all right with uh, with Montalino, but she. Uh, she and, the, was, and the big show. And, and the show big show was, they were. from the 800. Way from home. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and. Um, Unreliable. I thought that. Bless his cotton socks. Actually, that was. Uh, yeah,
1: you found him. You found him last um, week, didn't you?
0: Thirteen fifty on Betfair. Mm. Unreliable. So that was that was handy. Um, handy. Um, end to the day, and that was a really good win, actually. Mm. Just Sean O'Donnell back to back to Christy Bennett lightweight. I think he will go well, but um, but yeah, this is uh, set up sweetly for Marocchino.
1: Yeah. Yep dollar 85 me so i'll be hoping to top my bet up at some dollars late on betfair but uh, that might be a pipe dream
0: okay grace 2 is the tap touch west speed platinum handicap another uh, small another pay one two with only the seven horses to face the starter at this stage, I'm actually quite keen on the one Lord Lonsdale. I know that you um, you have a bit of time for this horse as well, and um, and uh, keep a close eye on the Kieran McDonough stable. A couple of winners lately for Kieran, which has been mm. which has been uh, quite uh, quite good to see. This horse looks like it's got quite a bit of potentials. Two wins from four starts, uh, won twice last last campaign uh, leading all the way for uh, apprentices Chloe as a party and Christy Bennett so he he's come off a, a pretty good thousand meter trial win at Belmont on March 15 no shades no shades blinkers no. go on for this first up assignment do you I think he's going to find the front roll and win is there is there anything that can uh, maybe hold him in the breeze and do you think the 1200 meters is a concern at all?
1: Uh, the 1,200 might be a concern, but if you look at the way he's won his 1,000-metre trials, yep. um, there's a chance he might be he might be able to excel over the twelve fourteen hundreds, 1,400s type thing uh, early on in his career. Uh, had to work hard to win the trial, but they ran 59-28. Uh, I don't know if the Ebony magic strike form though from that trial will stand up super, but um, he's definitely the horse with the most upside. I know Kieran's got a big opinion of him, and the stable's starting to tick over nicely now with um, Type 1 and uh, Final Chill yesterday, uh, both of very good winners um so look he he looks pretty pretty hard to beat rolling in front um i I like this race from a speed map point of view whereas you you should know how this whole maps this whole race will map so uh i think you'll find um they'll be semi-aggressive on pink and gray the the 1200s ride on his limit so they'll be happy taking a sit if possible um, uh, I'm expecting uncanny timing with the blinkers going on. His his best effort, uh, well, his winning effort, I should say, last campaign uh, was when the shades went on for the first time, went to the top, led throughout, one pretty uh, pretty comfortably, really, um, that particular day. It was a day that did suit leaders. So look for Lactar to either pop to the breeze or take the 1-1 um, on the back of pink and grey if they are a little bit more aggressive. And then you should have Carabinier on the back of Lord Lonsdale Power and passion, three back defence, and Rexford and um prize nemesis, who are both uh, a little bit slower away. They should be out the back. So, you've, you've got a map, you can just assess what you think is a backable price for all the horses. Um, Basically, in those positions, um, the, the two things that stand out to me at the moment are power and passion, eight bucks, and Rexford nine fifty. I've got both of those sort of forty plus. Um, yeah. So I think you can. I'm pretty happy chopping those two out of your market straight away. Prize Nemesis is going to be back last early in the day at Ascot. It's pretty difficult to win from there. Carabiner. It's an almost an identical setup to its first up win. Uh, I was disappointed they didn't run. Yesterday, yesterday, because we yeah. had the nine ten bucks each way earlier, which looked an amazing. Pro- and the way that race was won, it would have. Sh- I reckon it would have shat in yesterday yeah. with Excelesior winning. So that was a little bit disappointing that um, Paul Jordan didn't look after the punters. <laughs> um, and then your pink and grey. I, I, I've got serious doubts on pink and grey running the twelve hundred out with the sixty kilos. So um, the race does look really nicely set up for Lord Lonsdale. But the value for me is uncanny timing, B J. Really, um, sur- yeah, yeah. Surprised myself uh, finding uncanny. In saying that, I've, I've got him. 680 he's currently I think 11 best so it's not it's not a massive bet by any stretch would have loved to see a pay three dividend race with the eight runners um but unfortunately it's just seven so we don't get that luxury uh I do have Lord Lonsdale three bucks Ah, uh, Carabinier four forty, so they could be just about be a carabineer if you wanted to, but um, yeah, I got Uncanny Tiny six eighty, so he comes up a little speck, but I do think Kieran's will be the uh, the hardest to beat, and don't be surprised if he does win this that he um he strings a little picket fence together because his style of racing and he'll get better as the journeys go up,
0: um he could just keep on winning. I think Lord Lonsdale might have a, a bit of an edge on these horses uh if christy bennett can can get him to cruise across to and find the rail in front they're gonna he's gonna be very hard to beat i would him quite short actually I, I thought he was a 250 chance mm-hmm. um opened up 340 that sort of firmed in a touch to 280 as we're recording um but yeah i thought lord i'm not a huge fan of um the rest of these runners to be fair although Although I'm with you, I would have liked to have seen Carabinier go around yesterday, and it might be the it might be the horse that gets the last crack at uh, at Lord Lonsdale, especially with a nice comfortable run, mm-hmm. trailing, angling into space on straightening, and having a crack late. But uh, for mine, I think Lord Lonsdale, Christy Bennett, riding really well, uh, rolling along. I think he's the he's the horse to beat.
1: No, just one more thing on uh, and Kenny uncanny timing sorry um he has been a better horse than he's probably his numbers read on paper he was always very well in the market yep. early doors in his career He ran third to son of a god uh, that was with he's almighty in second he's run second to Amasenus. he's run third to long beach he's run second to excelestial he's run some nice races throughout his career he's been lumping the 60 at his last few because troy turner's opted for rexford uh, Lactar goes on. In my mind, Lactar's a more fluent, happy jockey than Troy. You're getting the two kilos. He's down to 55 and a half. The shades go on. I don't think they were serious first or second up. Um, so that, that's just the reason I've managed to find him a lot shorter than he currently is in the market. But um, I do. It, it's a real shame. I, I would. If Lord Lonsdale wasn't in this race, I'd probably expect Uncanny Timing to lead, and I mm-hmm. reckon he'd just about be a good thing. But I do think from the breeze or from the 1-1, he might struggle to get past Lord Lonsdale. Um, but he does represent a little bit of value at uh, at that price for me.
0: Yes, I'm can uh, um, picking up what you're putting down there, Terry. That's um, I, I, Those results that you rattled off um, – Regarding uncanny timing, I reckon I probably was on him every one of those starts. So maybe <laughs> I'm a bit fatigued, a bit, <laughs> bit, Fatigue. gun shy, bit gun shy when it comes to uncanny timing. But um, yeah, you make uh, lots of good points there. Um, especially if you if you think that Lord Lonsdale is a touch vulnerable, some people may think Lord Lonsdale is a touch vulnerable. First up over the twelve hundred meters, and
1: let's listen to the SPs. Yeah, yeah. listen to the SPs: two seventy, two fifty, two sixty, three thirty, four twenty, two ten. So there there was definitely an opinion um, of this bloke. Even his run behind me, the run behind Long Beach when Andrew Castle was on a deep the trip and he circled and ran the quickest last two. That was, yeah, that was huge. So um, definitely has some ability. Very good.
0: Race number three is the Belmonts Bonnaroo Plate. It's a two-yard race over the 1,000 metres. Now, um, I think both of us were... um, Kept a close eye on a horse called She's a Classy Chicks. Mm. On debut at Ascot on March 10, Uh, Joey has a party off William Pike on significant uh, riding adjustment there. We also have Storybook, who was a very well-supported $7 chance in the Jim Crack Stakes last Saturday on the quick backup. Christy Bennett goes on claiming three. We have Queen's Gift, runner-up to Boom Philly, Pat's Got Sass on debut and um, the horse that I have found is likely leader Sockoff, Brad Parnum, Dion Luciani coming off two lead-up trial wins, Sessions Philly. If um, It'd be interesting to see how the track's playing at this early part of the day. But um, but what did you make of this two-year-old contest? There's uh, some first starters with some trial form. Um She's a Classy Chicks has drawn gate nine compared to Sokov's gate three. There's a few different little elements to this and I noticed that there's been quite a bit of money for Storybook since the market's opened this morning.
1: Yeah, I did a pretty deep dive of the, the two-year-old race. I found this quite an intriguing event. Um, She's a classy chick, as one. As I, I think I might have mentioned last week, I was on uh, on day boo and nothing went right. She was a horse I thought I'd follow, where she went next, regardless. More than likely, so when I saw Pikey books, I got a bit excited, but um, I simply just can't map her anywhere near it. I'm not saying she can't win, but it's very likely she's going to have to take a uh, take a trail uh, unless she steps cleanly this time and and gets to the breeze. But um, she looks, she just looks a risk um, from from where she is. In saying that, I've marked her ten bucks she's 11 so um she's probably her right price at the moment but um the the market for this race i was, I was telling you before we went on it it's it's been quite incredible the ups and downs as uh as Dima would say it's been up and down like a bobbing up and down like a macedonian wedding um hmm. went up six bucks local uh went up 280 elsewhere storybook went up sort of short local went up 550 elsewhere. So, um, and the markets have swung around and they're, they're just trying to figure themselves out. But the three that have settled at the top of the market in Storybook, Queen's Gift, and Sockoff uh, are the three winning chances for mine. Um, no, no value in any of them, how close they are at the, at the moment. You know that Storybook would probably be ridden more aggressively here. Uh, with with Christy going on from seven. I, I don't know if there's a spot outside the breeze. I'm not not sure where she ends up. Uh, she hit the line pretty well last start, but she did a lot wrong. Mm. Definitely some queries if you're going to be jumping in at the 3 bucks storybook. Queen's Gift was super first up um, after stepping poorly behind Pat Scott. So that's took a seat, hit the line nicely. If you go back to the prior trial, which was... Um, about 35 days beforehand, it was a photo finish, the three of them. He's gold, Lewa, and Queen's gift. Yep. So it's pretty good trial for him with, um, with what he's gold and Lewa, both winning black type since, have done. And then you have um, you have Sokov, who the trial down the straight couldn't have been any more impressive with the shades off. Mitch Pateman basically... <laughs> Sat up the entirety, um, and, and you I know thought when, uh,
0: I thought Plemont went good yesterday too.
1: And the second horse, Plemont yeah. went went super yesterday. So and yeah. you know when when Mitch rides one as well, that um, they're carrying because Mitch is obviously 56, 56 and a half, so they're getting no weight relief in the trial. While they they might be if say someone like a, a Tash Faithfuls on, uh, who's a far lighter weighted jockey. So um, yeah, just the the query with off is you just it's. Just about being sucked into trials. That's that's yeah. the one that's the one worry there with Sokkov. But um yeah, Sokhkov's the the runner I wanted to find. Always like a um always like a leader over the thousand meters for the youngsters, but uh the current price isn't gonna isn't gonna get me, BJ. I think the winner comes from one of those three though, most definitely.
0: Yeah. I was uh, I was four fifty the field mm. with sock off favourite marginally. So I'm happy to What's she at the moment? Open up $6, currently around the 4 mark, so sort of bang on my my price. Um, anticipating a bit better on race day? Um, bet, bet I, d- I don't know. I don't yeah, know what
1: this will do. Mm-hmm. Looking at what happened with Storybook last week, yep. um, there's got to be some type of chance that Storybook's heavily supported. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, we might get a nice betting opportunity elsewhere. Um, it, it is a race where Storybook Queens gives off. I'll be willing. Um, I'll probably be willing to back a drifter. I'll watch him in the yard. Probably I'll be out there for uh, Bucks Do. BJ Luke Finney's Bucks Do, uh, which I'm sure you're going to attend and join us.
0: Yes, I'll be there. Yes, Wonderful. Um. Congrats, uh, Luke. Yes. Congrats. Well. Uh, congrats to Luke. Um, shout out to Luke. He's very. Uh, strong supporter of the uh, the one one wr racing podcast. He might even be wearing the hat on the day. He loves oh, his loves loves
1: his lid. Are you the best man? I am. Yes, I got to better start start working on the speech. I wonder if they're going to um have the ceremony between races. Oh, that's my, <laughs> that's my only concern. <laughs>
0: Whether. He, uh
1: whether it's uh, I thought yeah, that would I'm, have been
0: conditional of you well, taking on the
1: role of best man surely I, I reckon that Luke's pretty cluey in that sense so I reckon uh, yeah I'm sure they'll let me have my phone out watching it on the, on, the, on the, <laughs> <laughs> as she's walking down the aisle I reckon yeah, that'll be, be no issue in the slightest. You'll,
0: be, you'll be back in a drifter as she's yeah. walking down
1: the aisle very good <laughs> <laughs> ah dear I'll be the only I'll be celebrating before she gets there um, <laughs> yes so very open race uh, well very open between those three and um, I'll be happy to um, make a late assessment but otherwise happy probably sitting out and hoping none of them win and want to go to the Karakata and, and take uh, be optimistic spot.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a funny little race this, isn't it, Terry? And um, you would think if this race was run last Saturday that Sokhoff would be all the rage really. But um, the, uh, the, the the pattern on the day will be interesting. I ended up just playing it simple. I think Sokhoff will rail in front and lead. Been impressed with the speed and um, sort of style and the way that she's covered the ground in her her uh, lead-up trial wins. Trial well last prep preparation as well. Um, just got swamped on debut over eleven hundred when she led uh, was um, for for Brad Parnham was only beaten just over two lengths on on that occasion. And I think um, I think there was a bit that went wrong as well uh, prior to the start and um, and um, might have even. Had to undergo a vet's examination before yeah, before no, no. she before she she, uh, she raced. So a uh, couple of little factors there. The eleven hundred as well, whereas this is a thousand uh, rolling along for Brad Parnham. Dion Luciani is doing his strike rate at the moment. It's really really good. Uh, I'm happy to to play sock off in 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 this. And if she's a classy chick, gets uh, you know holds that you know 15 fourteen, fifteen dollar. Price, and I might even have just a little nibble late on uh, on She's a Classy Chick's flooding home as well because that debut run was too good to ignore as far as I'm concerned. But sock off uh, for mo- for mine.
1: It's funny throughout the program, um, Pike he's on uh, he's on quite a few. We'll discuss a few later as we go, but he's on a few sort of. Sit and sprint, well, I'm presuming they'll ride, she's a classy chick, sit and sprint. It's on a few sit and sprint types that are um, at fairly hefty each way quotes. I, I think a few of them may not have completely allowed for the, for the W Pike factor. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do on the day. And as you said, it'll be very interesting to see what this market does as well. It wouldn't wouldn't surprise me to see big money come for Sockoff. Wouldn't surprise me to see big money
0: come from Storybook. So um, we'll have a look late on the exchange. Okay, race four is the first of our feature events, black type events on uh, on Oaks Day. It's the Schweppes Melvista Stakes, the um, the final lead up to the WATC Derby on April ten, and uh, we have Western Empire Winks like odds again has uh, even firmed since uh, since I completed my preview last night. I think he was around the the uh, maybe even dollar. 30 mark perhaps and he's a dollar 20 at the moment I saw a little bit of a dollar 18 this morning uh I just wanted to ask you Terry what, under what circumstances can Western Empire not win this race and I imagine that it's going to be up to West Western Empire if he's if he's having a, a bad day and gets a bit fizzed up and gets a bit cranky and starts pulling himself with uh, into the ground with no uh with no cover is uh is that the only way that you can see western empire coming unstuck through i, I guess um you know through his own through his own inexperience and his his own uh fragilities i suppose
1: uh basically yeah i mean it, it's a funny it's an awkward looking map to some degree actually yeah. i'd 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 If I was, I'd I'd make one of two decisions. It would be drop him right out to dead last and um, then you can circle and stay out of trouble. And that's probably the decision I would make, which sounds quite funny from barrier one. I would say to Pike, take a complete hold um, and do that. Or I'd just say lead him, just lead him up, just lead him up. I think leading him up is probably just takes... And if you can't win leading him up, then... Mm, there you go. Um, but, look, my friend Paul's the obvious leader. Yeah. I was on my friend Paul last start at Narragin, by the way, 20s into 950. That was heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. I was really – that was a real good find. Anyway, go watch the replay and feel for me. But my friend Paul will be the first horse beaten I think you'll find, BJ. Um, the
0: the thing think. that I noticed at Narragin the other day was how keen my friend Paul was early, like mm. just, looked, just was – curious. you he he might run, like, run him along? Well, no, no, not so much that, but I just – the the I was thinking maybe just lead on Western Empire as well. But then the way that my friend Paul sort of began and was really, really fiery early, like if that happens again on Saturday, then just yeah hit that. Just let, let my friend Paul do his thing out in front and do you and want to be on to just stay out of his tr- stay out of his way. So So do you want to be on the back if you're looking to get him beaten as the
1: other jockeys here and, and you see Pikey on the back of uh my friend Paul, you know my mm. friend Paul will probably be um, calling a DD for about the 800, eight hundred, nine yep. hundred. Um, so if I, if I was, if I was a, if I was, uh, well, any of the other riders actually, um, God, they've all, think they've that, all think got the same ability. Aware of that. Yep. I yep. would be, I would be off and going. Um, and trying to steal a, a match winning lead because my friend paul stops on him and you can try and put four or five on the field think about what Pikey did on uh, final two yesterday mm-hmm. that's how you're probably getting beaten um, We saw him come a little bit unstuck in the challenge and with, with the he didn't appreciate the slower tempo I think he's matured from there though yeah, um, yeah.
0: and I think he's okay in that sense but uh, and I think, I think the, the miles into his legs and the um, and the the experience and the maturity since then has he he has hopefully has led to him being a bit more relaxed on race day, and although Chris Parnham has ridden him in his last three, so William Pike jumps back on board, and and um, so there there is a little bit of a different setup in that, and the speed is obviously a different setup. But to be fair, like we're clutching at straws if if we if we think that there's a there's a way that um, that one of these five runners can uh, can upset Western Empire and. Um, and Team Williams, Peter's Investments, William Pike. It just uh, yeah, he just has an absolute mortgage mortgage on this race. Um, Favourite out, who runs second? I was going to
1: ask you that same question. Uh, I think it's a lot closer affair. I think it's a it's a blanket job between the next four. Um, three six five, it's funny. If you look at all the markets across the board, I've got sort mm-hmm. of 6 bucks fear the wind. three six five have $17 up. I know that's a fake agency. Um, as Donald Donald Trump will say, it's fake news. But um, I didn't think fear the wind was that much of an inferior run to any of them last start. I thought it just got tucked up uh, in the wrong spot. And um, the piercers, I think, they, they know they've got a pretty handy little stayer. Um, yeah, um, can stay yeah. there as yeah. well. So look if, if Betfair throws up some 14 dollars, sixteen, eighteen dollars top two. I've marked it sort of seven. That that might be worth considering, but no, nah, I'm I'm pretty happy staying out here, BJ, the top two market. Jack, we go. Flush your caddy peaked a bit, but we'll love Chrissy Parnham going back yeah, on. But true. um nah, no, no real strong opinions. Western Empire should be winning. Um but I've I've backed um, pure devotion and temptation for the oaks. I just think that Western Empire has been beating up on nothing on the walk on the walk through. and I still think Western Empire deserves clear favoritism. Um, but I think the ten bucks and twenty bucks for those two going into the uh, Derby will look like a really good price. So that's my sort of hope, and then hope maybe hope Western Empire doesn't win as authoritatively as uh, as everyone's expecting. And um, yeah, the girl's form line looks a little bit closer to his. So that's how I'm playing it. It's a futures way
0: yeah or or you can or if you're um eligible to bid on margins then maybe you can you can bid on margins for uh yeah for Western the problem Empire. is when they're when they're a
1: dollar sixteen I, I don't know how it works exactly but i presume um that five plus links will be like two dollars fifty or something which isn't uh, overly
0: enticing is it Invictus Domini style margins. Invictus being. Domini, exactly right, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, uh, for that'll... for one, mine, mine, to, to answer your question earlier, I think Outback Jack will run a clear second. I think, yep. he's gonna, I think he's a really, really progressive young horse, should have won last start and um, is going to probably, he's got one of the few horses um, that is going to appreciate the 2200 metres. So I think he'll run a clear second. But I've got a question for you. Where, where the hell are you? Holy Enchantment, where are you?
1: Yeah, well, that's see, that's why um, I should uh, should have explained a little bit deeper the reason that Derby market makes some sense to me is you got Western Empire dollar eighty. I'm just going off Tab Touch at the moment. You got Western yep. Empire dollar eighty, pure devotion eight bucks, Dom to shoot eight bucks. I, I even if they do come back, I'm not I, traveling across the country twenty four. I just don't think Dom to shoot run. Holy Enchantment, Nia no, doesn't look like it's there. Soleil is the next in line, and then you got reliable stars shorter than Temptation. Um, so the the market's just the market's off. It's that simple. The market's off. Western Empire will be two bucks type thing. Pure devotion five. Temptation eight type thing. So I think if you can take the eights and sixteens now, you're going to go in there with overs. I'd suggest on those two runners. I'm not saying they'll beat Western Empire, but I'm suggesting you'll probably end up with overs. Better
0: price, um, yeah.
1: on the race. You know that uh, you'll have Chrissy Parnham on one, and um, yeah, you'll have you'll have the right hoops on board. So it could be a, could be a play, and then you could not cheer against Western Empire, but just hope he isn't as Impressive as uh, as we all accept him to be.
0: Now, have you read anything or heard anything about Holy Enchantment? No, he... I haven't. I was gonna ask you actually. No yeah. idea. Okay, I might have to follow that up. I'm mm. surprised he's he's not in this race and um but anyway, hopefully everything's all right with that horse and we, we get to see him go around in the derby. But um but yeah, Western Empire, Piers and Best. You, so got <clears throat> you, you gotta think he's not going to the derby. You gotta think you gotta
1: think he's not going to the Derby. Yeah. Are they, are they thinking midweek, or do they want him going the one week backup and they're going to race him the week before the derby in an open age? Or maybe they have a plan. Stephen yeah. Miller has odd little plans here and there, but um, to me, second prize is 20 grand here. He's probably throwing away 20 grand if he's gone for something like that. Okay, well, more will be revealed, no doubt. Mm. So, okay. All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotel Mastermind competition.
0: That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring. It has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you're if you're up in uh, in the hills, if you're up that way, drop in and see Ian Butchie O'Connor, the publican, and uh, say good day. Let him know that you are a one-one listener. There is uh, plenty happening up there. Feed flutter, froffies, family atmosphere. Big decks. Um, <laughs> just it's, it's, big decks. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, it's got a, a good energy up there at the Mundaring, and um, and yeah, and uh, the the team up there are doing a tremendous job. So congratulations to Episode sixty eight Mastermind winner Lachlan Mitchell. He was uh, he was able to get those uh, those four questions correct, and that one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the post. So um pens paper at the ready to be crowned this week's mastermind you'll need to answer these four questions correctly
1: all right ready yeah it's funny BJ just uh, just to Interrupt. Sorry. I just went uh, onto Twitter and messaged Julio to find out because he's usually a bit of a newsbroker where Holy Enchantment mm-hmm. might be. And uh, the first tweet I see is from Scotty McCormick. Freeze him off, opens $4.40 on Saturday with Brad Betts, now $21 on Sports Bet. I'm Team Brad on this
0: one. <laughs> 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 I like that. That's good stuff. Uh, isn't it good how the old Brad Bet has caught on? Yeah, so. massively. Oh, he, yeah. I
1: love the way he promotes it. It's brilliant. And like we <laughs> we give him a hard time, and uh, Cripp and I, and we all get stuck into him. But geez, if I was doing the market, I'd cook just as many as him, but um, he's a very good sport about it. He makes it uh, makes it very uh, very easy, and uh, yeah, he doesn't uh, he doesn't publicly tell everybody uh, when we take massive unders. So um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So he could uh, yes, it definitely works both ways. It sure does. It sure does. So
0: ready to right. go. Sorry, BJ. No, you're right. That uh, you you'll appreciate this first question. Mm-hmm. Number one. Name the horse who defeated Dig Deep to be crowned season 2018 2019 WA champion, two year old. I
1: already, that's funny. That's good stuff. Uh, Uh, That is question one. Do you know I had a speech written out? (laughs) We were told, we were basically given the heads up we were going to win, and Mm. they've gone to yell it out. And I had a little speech written out to go and have a chat to Brittany up on stage. I actually pulled my chair back. (laughs) I was actually pretty happy in the end because I didn't, yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't really want to go up. But then again, I'd
0: had a few froffies by that stage. So anyway, sorry, continue. Question two. I'm sure you're one from one at this stage, Terry. Mm. Uh, question two, name the 2015 Mel Vista Stakes winner that later trained on to claim the 2017 Caulfield Cup. Started in the West and uh, was transferred over – onto the East Coast and went on to win a Caulfield Cup. Good star, this fellow. Question number three. I wasn't aware of this, but Grant Williams has trained or co-trained the last six WA Oaks winners. Now, of those six, Chris Parnham has ridden three of them. William Pike has ridden two of them. Name the other winning jockey. Hmm. That's a good and one. And question four.
1: Are they currently, currently riding? I know I'm not going to ask them. Um, uh, not currently
0: riding. Shouldn't have asked that, should I? <laughs> no, but there's a couple that could fall into that bracket. No, I, still
1: so, I still don't know the answer.
0: Mm. Uh, I was, yeah, it just caught my eye when I was flicking through some of the W.O.'s history. Now, question number four. Prior to Tuscan Queen last year, Where is Tuscan Queen, actually? That's another question for Julio and um, maybe Jay Rooney. Name the previous WA Oaks winner to go on and win the WATC Derby. Interesting looking at the WA Oaks honor roll, actually. There's uh, a few horses whose career highlight was the Oaks Mm. and they didn't necessarily do a lot after that, but uh, this particular filly did. Now, they are the four questions for this week's WA tough, Racing Mastermind. Tough this week. You, uh, If you uh, want to enter, can you please send your answers via via direct message to at the 11pod one one on Twitter and then you can be in the running for that much sought-after $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel heart of the hills since 1899. Terry, how did you fare?
1: Uh, first two. I didn't, didn't even attempt the second two. Yeah, I already Googled the answer for number two to make sure I was right. So, uh, <laughs> First two, so I'm two from four. I I'm disappointed in myself for not getting um the last one or the third one, but um, yeah, good questions. I like that, B-J. It's good stuff this week. All right. That, that's your best set yet, 70 episodes. Is this episode 70? 69. 69. 69. In 69 yeah. episodes, that's your best set yet.
0: Wow. You've peaked you've Your peaked beauty. in episode sixty-nine. <laughs> so it's taken a while. but uh, so. yeah. We've got there. Career best. I, career I best. thought
1: I thought you'd get there. <laughs> you, oh, never, right. you never lost faith, Guru. No, that's no, never, never. Never ever lost faith. Not even uh, not even close. But uh, I'll tell you one thing I have lost faith in, BJ, and that's in Ace <laughs> five. Uh the Kieran Megumi handicap. Might have a couple of Kieran Megumis. It looks uh Looks buckster on uh, on Saturday, actually. Yeah, uh,
0: I reckon you might. I reckon you I,
1: might over the eighteen hundred meters. Now I found a reason why they all couldn't win this race. Um, <laughs> Bj, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly. I'll give you a quick rundown. Kiyo, a star as a nonny. Um, I'm aware it won last start, but that was a very weak race. Miss Marietta had the ten out of ten ride, and now it draws the widest and more weight. Beret for me doesn't get the journey. Eurasia missed a run. Twenty eight days between runs. Melorab looks most suited but I just mm-hmm. could not find a way for it to find the lead or the breeze hasn't been stepping and there's three quick horses underneath it here yeah uh, so Mellarab might need to take a sit and look for a spot Sluicebox had every conceivable chance last start and now draws wider Grand Randell's not up to him interstate isn't impossible but I don't think I think he's a 1400 meter horse photo mm-hmm. boat and Luke star aren't good enough and um, watch me Nane isn't an impossibility but I just yeah. don't know if he has the, um, the capabilities to win um, at the moment with his inability to jump and end up three or four back at the fence. So, geez, sorry.
0: Well, when you said lost faith, right, ha- everyone had lost faith in Kia Aura Star. You tipped mm. him two starts ago, place yeah. heavy, hashtag place heavy, and he and loomed fourth. and he was going to run third and he ran fourth. Yeah. Um, and then he went back to his home track, Bunbury, Lactar Ramoli on board and absolutely brain them to the tune of three and a half lengths as Terry said it was a pretty pretty plain old um, lineup that he crossed swords with on the day. however,
1: I've, I probably would have beaten that field I reckon on on, on, on,
0: on foot. However, prior to that, I thought his, his uh, three starts ago when he was unsuited when leading really fast for um, Firio, and no apology, they ran first and second in that race. That form's good. The what about Moses, Miss Marietta? Form from two starts ago was good. Wins by three and a half lengths last start. Everyone has lost faith in Kiara Star. I'm, I'm, I'm back on board. His favourite. I'm back on board Kiora Star from gate one. I reckon he's really suited from a map point of view. Uh, Lactar, Ramoli, Lucky, Railman Man Rails. Uh, if he can, if he can, if this isn't going to be a. Strong tempo affair. So Kia Oristar might just, um, by lack of the barrier draw, land in the right spot. I did mm. notice how much he appreciated moving into the race uh, with no horses on his outside with momentum last star. And the last time he won at Ascot... Over was actually over the eighteen hundred metres and he again he was I think he was in the three-wide line with cover, angled out, moved into the race with uninterrupted momentum, no horse to his outside, and defeated Lawfee that day. Wouldn't that be a Um, negative then from Barrier One? That was going to be my counterpoint. Oh shit, Uh, sorry. (laughs) No, yeah. So that was going to be my counterpoint. However, I was finding lots of and mostly crosses with every other runner in the race. So yeah. uh, for me, uh, maybe maybe they um, Michael Lane has has changed a couple of things because Kiora Star looks to be a really good nick into his seven year old season, and he just won too well to to ignore while he was uh, he was suited last start. So for me, by um, just pulling a line through basically everything else, I ended up. Landing with Kia or a star? What price are we talking at the moment, Terry? Four dollars eighty. Where I'm looking
1: at the moment, that's uh, it's just hard to justify. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able to look in too many mirrors for the rest of the day if you took that, would you? Insane that. Look, what was your your favorite? What
0: was your favorite?
1: Insane that. Melorab was my favorite. It's it's the one. It was so good. Like you shouldn't be able to miss kicks, work to the top, and then still run second like it did last start. That was that was a super super run. My thought process is if Melorab does happen to settle three three pairs back one out and does find a spot and settles happily there and doesn't actually lead or find the breeze, it can still win. I think it's a horse yeah. that's got a few different gears, but I don't want to be – I mean, it's the type of horse – if Melorab, I marked Millerab 440, I couldn't have got any shorter. I don't want to take the 550. If I get some 7 bucks bet fair late, I might have something on, but um, – I think that just just on Kia or a star as well. The one thing that uh, is apparent to me when doing my form is that uh, Lactar and Kia get along really well. Um, yep. As you said, the two runs that Lactar has been on, it's gone super. So that's um, definitely important to note. And the barrier, it, it's got to be in the finish probably just because of the um, the draw and and the setup of the race. But um, yeah, the way the way that uh, it all works, Bj, the winner will now be Beret because I reckon this is the first time you haven't tipped beret um just about this prep so no all, i didn't uh,
0: i i was off last start. Ah, you're off last yeah. start. Ah, okay no you might yeah. be all right then so um but uh but yeah like pike goes on ridden quiet who knows just the 1800 um, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh but i'm with you i'm with you i was kiora star malarab 550 the field they were my two equal favorites so um, if both of those, uh, I don't know, if we can shop around $6 for both, I might be able to – and may, maybe a bit better Malarab, I'm not sure. Um, Might be able to sort of dutch those two, but uh, I think the winner is going to be either Kia or Star or, or Malarab. Um, Malarab. Malarab? 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 What price did you have you um,
1: Watch Me Nano? Uh,
0: I was $21 Watch Me nano.
1: Yeah, I was 14 so I mean yeah. at 23 bucks at the moment you could – a case for a little speck. Uh, Watch me, nana has been pretty good all prep. It doesn't look like that on paper, but uh, 12, 14, 1600. Last 200's all good. Three lengths yep. lipstick flickers, four lengths Emilius Contreras, and then three lengths Miss Marietta when drawing uh, wide that day. Dropped a bit from the eight to the four, which yeah. really, wor- which really yeah. worried me. I didn't like that at all. But um, Yeah, I would want the journey, but I-, I look back through some runs last campaign where uh, he looked to have every chance and ran second. And oh, I don't know. It just doesn't, just doesn't give me a feel like he's going to win, but in a race with nothing yep. happening, if he can jump, Land closer, um, and you're struggling for a bet that the, the twenty dollars plus each way. I think there's probably worse investments, but geez, I'm, I'm not
0: overly enthused. I thought I came, I logged on to Zoom this morning, mm. fully expecting you to find Sluice Box. Actually, so- oh, I thought
1: Sluice Box was given every conceivable last start had the back of Mellorab on the I had the back of Miss Marietta sorry on the hot rail uh Christy Bennett could not have ridden that horse any better last start and um he just simply wasn't good enough Rather it was, it enough? was that okay. simply just just was not good enough to get past Mellorab or Miss Marietta so I just can't have it on that
0: fair enough so yeah tricky race race five um Actually, might, might be one just to just to watch. I too.
1: reckon it's a very good one to let go through to Timmy Payne, but uh, I reckon after a couple of Kieran Magumis, I won't be doing that.
0: <laughs> All righty. So things don't get any easier, that is for no. sure, in the first leg of the late Quadrella, uh, the Schweppes Handicap, over 1,400 metres. This is a graduation, one metro win, special conditions affair. Gee whiz. Um, where do we start? So... I uh I think there's what is it? There's one, two, three, four, five. I came up with six winning possibilities. What about you, Terry?
1: Uh geez, more winning more. winning possibilities. Well tin stint, notorious one. Bragwell, wasn't that a just a, a horror show first up ride wise? That was just a, yep. a it was just a nothing ride. Oh dearie me! I, it was funny because it was a dollar seventy out to a dollar ninety late. I think on the exchange, I thought, geez, that's almost worth. And I thought, no, I'm going to stay out. And it was yeah. very, very glad to do so. Uh, Wild Fusion. That was Brad Rawilla's well, only he'll, bad he'll, ride bra- back. Brag, Bragwell will definitely be fitter for the run. That's for sure. Yeah, he definitely should be a lot fitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, five, uh, f- six winning chances with the sixth one. Um, being a little bit... Seven, seven at a stretch.
0: Oh, yeah. Look, maybe, I don't know. Uh, two, three winning chances. Okay. Three. Three. So so laying out this race, we've got uh, Downforce <laughs> returning from a freshen up, 35 days between runs, uh, 61 kgs with uh, Lactar Romoli, but it does have the 72 plus form. So that's Laurentinio last start. So, so that's pretty good. Tin Snip, um, who gets a lot of a lot of mentions on this particular podcast. He looks like he's uh back in uh, good nick for Adam Durant and that was a that was a strong midweek win and um, Invictus Domini and uh Bruce Almighty uh Bruce Almighty has since come out and made that form look really good. Notorious one. Bruce ha- has a lot of talent raw, but can he be trusted first up the Ganjam is still chasing for that elusive um 2021 Win is that right? They've only had the one win in 2021. Uh, um, Sam is
1: that the feature, y-
0: yep. Uh, Wild Fusion, very stiff last start with uh Brad Rewilla on board. Now gets the services of Chris Parnham, uh, W Pike back on, uh, get get back run on type dark mission, and and I don't know, um, and Bragwell. As Terry suggested, just had uh, yeah, it was just a horror show at uh, first up mm. at Mount Barker. Who 60 leads us? Sixty-one and a half kilos, a dollar fifty. Good point. I um, I had a few different theories here, but notorious
1: uh, one are they are they super aggressive? That worked last
0: campaign. Yeah, I thought so, but the, I just yeah, it was. I don't. I'm not not the really too are back sure. On. I thought I thought Rogues One might attack. Did you Rogues know that, Point's R- the obvious, yeah. Uh, uh, Rogues Point. I thought. Did you know that Riley Dot Morgan is a uh, part owner of Rogues Point?
1: Oh, I didn't know. I, I saw that uh, he's tweets occasionally about surely my horse wins today, and I didn't know which horse he was talking about. But um, oh dear, that's a shame. I stood out my quaddy the other day, didn't win. <laughs> so <laughs> it did not. You go. I, did, I didn't did back you? it, but I, I stood it out in the uh, in the quadrilla. Um, got the run I wanted. Just uh, was weak as piss, unfortunately, Riley.
0: So if Rogue's point comes across and leads, Mm. which they might be a little bit reluctant to after how it sort of popped a little bit last Sunday, that might Uh, leave sure sure,
1: backup Jay Warwick. I don't think he'll be too worried about that. He'll just be miles in the legs, I think.
0: Yeah, okay. I thought that might leave if they wanted to be really positive. Might leave Bragwell an opportunity to work forward and sit outside leader. That um, seems
1: unwolf like to me. Um, it does. You, you know does. the stable better than me, but that seems unwolf like. Um, otherwise,
0: he, otherwise, Bragwell goes back, uh, and I don't know if that's if he can win necessarily from right back. But uh, but there, there there is some. The map is going to be fascinating. I even thought Matt that might be a bit more positive with a horse like Trade Talk. I know he's not a leader, but um, from gate one he's sort of been wide and back and hasn't had the. The best runs of claiming with Victoria Corver on board. I thought they might even sort of kick up and try and hold leaders back, perhaps. But yeah, traditionally Injero is he's, he's got very little gate speed. He uh, yeah. she has shown a, a touch more in recent times.
1: But yeah. yeah. But you know what? If
0: if Notorious One was mine, I'd be leading. What about you, Terry?
1: Oh, hundred percent yeah yeah 100 percent I'd yeah. be I'd be trying to lead and um, I mean notorious ones won efforts when sitting in the breeze albeit only winning a uh, only beating a maiden at the time said no one ever was uh was pretty strong so um yeah if he's able to able to jump and land in a forward spot you'd suspect he's uh, he's hard to beat I'd love to know why downforce is off 35 days mm. um, just a little freshen up for um well, with, no, with nothing sinister involved. I mean he's been um, yeah he's been super impressive. You look at his two runs, Lakhda's two for two, two for two on the horse. Um, as Richie would say. Um, and and he's, he's, he's one like,
0: like winks on both times.
1: He, like he certainly really. has. King's yeah. Authority franked that midweek form when he came from the clouds to win and then ridden a little bit more aggressively. He won very easily uh, with 59 after the claim um, midweek. And as we've, we're sort of touching on, this isn't super deep. I'm expecting Tinsnip to maybe now he, he's sort of back um, in something close to his two-year-old form, or he's a different type of horse now. Um, but yep. they might be able to get him going again. His first up run behind Maracino was huge. His run behind Invictus Domini was huge. So he can win again. But uh, look, dearie mate, I think the winner comes from the top three, Bj. But um tough old race to start the day I'll be I'll be throwing in a couple of roughies in my quad and lucky Linda Lulu uh, who had no luck last start and before that was on that cold Pinjarra rail uh, yep. far better yep. horse than that lucky Linda Lulu if, if Alan Kennedy can jag the back of the speed in a race without much tempo she might be going better than we uh, we think at about 50, 60 to 1 and I'll also be throwing in um, Depara right down the bottom there 60 Raider in a 60 plus draw them well can sneak a rails run in a, in a race without too much depth um, don't think I'll be backing either of them, but they're both going in the quadrilla.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Terry. I think that the winner is going to come from saddlecloth numbers one, two, or three. I ended up settling on Tin Snip. But as you said, both those two runs back this campaign, even his two trials prior to that were, were really strong. He uh, he did have a lot of favours. Last start in, in, in terms of Invictus Domini did quite a bit of work to find his way To the front, but uh, I like the way that Tin Snip was able to quicken off a strong tempo and um, and get the job done in in a a driving finish. The way that this race maps out, I I, I think he's gonna he's gonna actually find himself in a really really strong running position somewhere in the. I think he's gonna be somewhere forward of midfield, maybe even right smack bang midfield, but um, but definitely he's gonna have a few chances. Uh, behind him so um, downforce will be behind him there's a couple of others that will probably settle behind him from a um, map point of view and having a having a sight at a horse like notorious one i think um, with Clint Johnston Porter back in back in form Tin Snip's—he's just going to have a horse to target, a horse to run down, and and uh, Tin Snip could be the one that gets over the top of Notorious One with downforce and uh, Romoli launching at them late. Um, but for me, I'm I'm thinking this could be a, a good Saturday option for for Tim's Tin Snip. I like the way that they've built up his confidence again through trials and through the midweek races, and now they've got him got him back into a, a Saturday contest, and uh, I think he uh, think he can get over the top of them late. So tin snip on top, and I'm expecting significant improvement from Bragwell. Um, everything went wrong at Mount Barker the other day, which we've already spoken to, but um, just tactically, just going to be interesting to see what uh, what Shaunie McGrady comes up with from 11. Do they go back or do they chance their arm roll forward and maybe end up outside leader? But that will uh, that will play out in time. Tin Snip for me.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a form line with Tin Snip's last run through Bruce Almighty as well, who's obviously going super at the moment. So um, yeah, you know that's a nice looking form line. One question I would ask you, is if Downforce drew, say, barrier four or five, do you think you'd have yep. downforce on top?
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually was sort of it's a I'll probably end up backing down force as well, um, depending on what, what Betfair does uh, late. But um, they were the two I was, I guess, flip-flopping the, between, yeah. The reason yeah.
1: I ask that is if we just uh, – one thing I like to do, I do it on the Chris website, BJ. One of yeah. my favourite little little tricks is to uh, yeah, sort it by barrier order. Okay, so barrier nine, you go, oh, this is sticky, especially in a race without a huge amount of speed. Where's yeah. he going to end up? So we just work upwards from barrier nine. So barrier eight is want to be good. We'll be out the back, so forget want to be good. Race yeah. barrier seven is Rogue's point. We'll go forward to probably lead. It will be in a different spot to Downs Force. Forget it. Barrier six is Tinsnip. That'll want a similar spot, so that's a worry because that's a similar yep. spot to what we want with Rogue. Down, I'm thinking we want Downs Force in somewhere from fourth to sixth, seventh, right? Yep. Uh, you've then got Katona from barrier five who goes out the back. Notorious one from four. I reckon they'll be aggressive and go forward, so isn't a concern. Dapara in three gets out the back. Trade talk. lucky Linda one, two. They're a bit of a concern. So basically underneath it, there's five runners who are either going to go forward or back, creating a potential vacuum for downforce to find mm. that spot, midfield cover, if, if that makes sense. Well, if we get to, we'll get to the 30%. Oaks later. We'll get to the Oaks later for pure devotion drawn eight. There is five or six runners directly under pure devotion who will want the same spot.
0: And that's a concern when you get to that sort of point. So um, to, to be fair to downforce, I believe the thing that, T- tipped me in favor of tin snip would, was probably just the 35 days between runs mm-hmm. so f- for me that's I always that's always a, a slight negative I know that horses can win off those breaks and they do win off their breaks but for me they always get wound out a touch um in favor of a horse with a with a more traditional preparation I suppose but yeah I, th- I had them pretty pretty similarly marked tin snip and downforce and I noticed that downforce is around the seven dollars and tin snip 550 so
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm 100% I 100 percent agree. Love a nice fluent campaign, but um, I think at the seven bucks we are getting the price to have yep. something small downforce. But geez, I'm, yeah, I could. I haven't figured out how I'm going to play this race either, actually, BJ. But uh, a downforce bet, safety tin snip is looking a possibility. Um, what, what
0: I what I will say though is it's when we do this show, we do it's on a Thursday morning after we've done the form on a Wednesday, hmm. and. When I was recapping, because I I backed She's Enchanted last last Saturday, I was I was confident. I actually had a little saver on Amascena just just in case, but um, uh, just to square that off. But um, what I didn't factor in between the time that we recorded and race day, which I should have done, was those two those two scratchings. Um, it was pink and. Gray and uh, another go-forward horse that just escapes my mind at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, Don's Legacy, is that right? Was it yeah. Don's Legacy? Yeah. So those two came out and it, it it's a, it's amazing how significant those scratchings ended up being. Um, and then Amasinus lands six, three wide with cover, stalking on a, and that didn't go as fast as we expected and she's enchanted, she's in trouble on the fence and rah, rah, rah. And you know the rest. one wins, and she's enchanted. Runs an unlucky second, but the um, and and you talk about this a, a lot as well. Like the the post acceptance scratchings, they it changes a lot. Mm. So if you if you're if you're an, you know if you're an early shopper or whatever, and and then you want to go again on the day, just that revisit your markets, revisit your maps, revisit everything after the the scratchings because that's sometimes something that I am a bit lax with. I don't know about you, but yeah, that. If I had to focused more on that race last week and what those two scratchings meant to the map, then um, then perhaps that might have might have spared me a little bit of pain. So I would what do you had, think of I that?
1: Would have, I would have had more on. I reckon. Really? If that, if, oh, I think it, yeah, because I I had both. She's Enchanted probably being able to land in front of those two and those two being a couple more roadblocks for Amasenas to get around. So in well, the end, I, mean. I, don't, I don't. That's what I well, mean. The way yeah. she jumped, uh, she would yep. have ended up a pair further back if those two are in the race. So yep. uh, she would have it would have been even harder for her. So. Um. That's yeah, I, was yeah, more yes, confident, I was
0: more confident of the of, of her chances with them in the field just for what it meant to Amasinas. Oh, a, yes. Sorry, yeah. sorry.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Yep, yeah. Yep, yeah. No, I'm yep. with you there. So it's like I said with uncanny timing earlier. If Lord yep. Monsdale comes out, I reckon uncanny timing leads and I'd be super keen at probably eight, nine bucks. It would be probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, with Lord Lonsdale, it's a different story because she uh, he won't lead. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's very – it's interesting. Speed maps are the key. If you can if you look at a race and go, there's two distinctive leaders and one of them comes out in the morning or the day before, you go, hang on, what does this do for the race? Does this mean that one of them is going to get it uh, soft as butter out in front? And, um, yeah, you might have marked something 10 bucks and it suddenly becomes $4.20 or something with the new map. So, um,
0: yeah, exactly right. Race 7 is the Amelia Park Handicap, ratings 66 plus over the 1,200 metres and uh, not a bad little lineup this one. Um, horse that we were just talking about, actually, Amasinas. She is one of the major players for a very much in form Simon A Milliard, coming off a winning double at Ascot yesterday. We see the return of a pretty smart on speed sprinter in some sort um hasn't been seen since the calgary Round last year and there's a few other horses in here that have their share fair share of ability including mood swings who has raced so bravely all campaign just got zapped late by Riverbow over the 1000 meters last start so why, um,
1: um why did some sort wear blinkers in the trial and now races without them bj i'm not sure not sure. Mm, I think that looks a little bit, a little bit odd. I know last campaign they wanted to try and I think he might have some hoof issues uh, or some leg issues, and they're trying to yeah. uh, look after him. So I don't know whether the blinkers have come off because they want to take a sit or they want to be a bit softer on him. Or I don't. That could be completely wrong. I'm just trying to uh, quantify why that's occurring. But uh, he went down the straight in under a pretty good hold in uh, fifty eight twelve.
0: Trialed like an absolute rocket with Money Matters, mm. a Hatton's handicap winner in uh, in second, one point yeah. six lengths away. I noticed trail. some sort as a young horse did laid out a lot, um laid out considerably. So I imagine that's where those leg problems sort of lie, maybe a knee or something like that 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 have impacted because he's only he's only had the ten starts. um for, for four wins who's so been so he's been managed by Adam Durant and his team, but gee whiz the way that he um, he travelled down that straight thousand at Pinjara on March eight was uh was pretty eye catching Terry. Yeah, it certainly was. Um yeah, I, I still,
1: I can't help but take him, have to take him on here. It wouldn't surprise me if he leads throughout, BJ, but um, he's first up at the 1200 with a career high weight of 59, 59 kilos. Yep. Um, he's only run last campaign. He carried 54 when he beat Helms Gate in a 72 plus, which was not the strongest of form references. So he gets the six points for that, which is in. Looking back, it probably looks a bit harsh, but that's the way it had to work because he was a 70 year and a seventy-two. Surely, plus. surely the
0: form looks good, didn't Helmsgate win ninety-nine races at Esperance This year? Helms
1: Helmsgate could have been a good little horse. Hey, to me, he's actually. Been a good he's been horse a to very you. good yeah. little horse for me down at Esperance. They so just keep forgetting about him. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, look, it wouldn't surprise me. If he comes out and wins, but I'm, I'm very happy. If it's over a thousand, I'd be, I'd be probably. And the shades are on. I think that'd be the right setup. But over the 1, first up from a sort of six-month break with no shades on i'm i'm gonna look to take him on if he beats me um or so be it mood swings comes back up to the 1200 um it just looks like he's a thousand meter horse Bj. Mm. um at, he'll find the breeze this is easier than what he's been racing and he goes up no weight or no considerable weight because it's still a 66 plus but um look from the breeze at the 1200 i'm gonna risk mood swings as well uh, And then you got magnaforce drawn 11 i presume that off the back of a very nice trial, uh, they've just got to be aggressive here. You'd think on Magna Force. I can't see any other reason necessarily to come to town um, with him. So um, if he goes forward and he's aggressive, um, th- there should be a reasonable tempo on here. Yeah. I'd suspect if he can look. If Magna drew better, if he drew under the other two, and you knew he was going to lead and find the top, I'd love to, I'd love to be on Magna Force each way at the twenty odd bucks here because he's a horse that goes so well fresh. But from eleven with those two underneath him. Um, I can't be on him here, but um, the one thing I do like about this race, to me, it, it it looks like a race shape that'll be set up for a horse with a um with a sit just in just in behind them or. Or are uh, not too far off them. Um, it sure does, isn't it? So Amersene looks the obvious. Uh, I got no issue with the twelve hundred. His uh, her run when second to Miss uh, not to Miss Uh Rationale was huge over the twelve hundred. She should have won first up over the eleven hundred uh, behind Q Balling as well. So no issue with that. Uh, I was a bit annoyed at myself for dilly dallying when. Brad put up 4 bucks this morning. That would have been a nice little saving price to chop a little bit on and um, get some of the money back. But uh, I was just a little bit slow with my what mouse. Were you ho- what
0: were you hoping for? Uh, I've marked
1: Amasena da- $3.35. Uh, so it wasn't like it was huge overs. I'm a, I'm yeah. marking 90% books now, not 90, 95%. So you got to all the prices I quote, the markets will be going up 130, 135%. I'm marking 90% books. So it's a, a fair difference. But um, look, from a from price perspective uh, another runner has come up a bet here um i think he's just been forgotten a little bit He's been performing really well in the city uh that's absolute for for mm-hmm. luke Fernie and lucy warwick um, three starts ago was in no man's land got home knocked off regal poise track might have suited that day to some degree but the effort behind lipstick flickers next start proved it was no fluke and then um his last effort at Bunbury when running eighth of ten, was was just as just as good as uh, the others. They walked. It was a track where you wanted to be either on the fence or on the speed. On Came, paper, it
0: looks it looks like a fail, but it was actually a really good run. It
1: was super. Yeah, quickest last yeah. two of the race comfortably, uh, and that was a race which contained Charlton, Eddie, Weapon Son, um, probably stronger horses that are here. Uh, yeah. It was a 69 plus. This is a 66 plus. So only goes up half a kilo, and I, I think meets an easier uh, bunch. Uh, draw's nicer, so Lucy probably ends up three back the fence maybe. I uh, can potentially stay one off, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll end up needing some type of luck from, from where he is, but uh, that also might work out that he saves his fuel and can uh, find a gap with 250 to go with when the race changes complexion, as I expect or suspect it might do, so... Um, Look, I'm. Um, it's not a horse that I've ever found in the past. You got to respect current form, and I know that early doors when Absolute came across to to Big Peter to Big Fernie's yard, that um they had a pretty big opinion, and I think he might just be starting to justify that, and he might really appreciate being up at Ascot, and really appreciate being um at Luke's uh in Luke's yard. So um look, I've marked Absolute five seventy currently ten Ooh. bucks. Uh yeah, I I think I might have that a little bit um. Thinner than most, I'd suggest. But, but you, so, what, what have you got? Mood swings. I got mood swings. Eleven bucks. Yeah, some, see that—that's
0: where the, re, the reverse. Some some so, yeah, some yeah, sort. Yeah. Eleven bucks as well. So you've so they've they've, they've in my markets they've you flipped them. So, yeah, you got yeah.
1: what absolute about eleven bucks. Are you?
0: Yep. Yeah. And mood mood swings six. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The good thing about the absolute current price tens and three thirty. While I'm very happy with that, it also might not be the best price
0: um, that's seen throughout. So I just thought I thought his best runs have been. You probably know this horse better than mm-hmm. me, but his best runs have been sort of three wide line, working into the race with width. Uh, I wonder what uh, absolute. I what yeah. I wonder what gate two does for absolute. Yeah, you know, that's three back fence. Yeah, uh, cluttered up. Is can he sprint through um off a standing start basically or does he need to work into the race? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's um, bang
1: that's bang on. He, he might be yeah. a better horse that's better off winding up into him like we saw with Emilius Contreras f- a few weeks ago. But this is yep. the best form we've seen absolute in. So we haven't yeah. been given the opportunity to see him draw a gate and go, wow, hang on, if he's cuddled up even a little bit longer, finds a gap late, and we we do know that recently the inside pad – uh, and at Ascot, it's been nicer to settle on the fence and run in the fence. We don't know if that'll be the case on Saturday, but um, yeah, it's an unknown. M- might not handle it all that well and might, uh, might not let down without being able to wind up for the full length of the straight, but um, also might relish settling a pair closer and getting out with a gap and might have that turn of uh, turn of acceleration on, on what I believe could be a couple of paddling leaders late at the 1,200.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. But I have uh, seen us on top market-wise, yes. but
1: bet- bet-wise, yeah. it's, uh, it's absolute each way for me.
0: Okay, I'm with you, Amacinas. Uh Do that. <laughs> Chrissy Parnum's just lobbed three wide with cover following requisition. Where uh, Do you know what the worst part about God. that is?
1: It's the stable mate that gives it the yeah three exactly. Wide line. Do, like, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what? Do you know? I've got it. It's time, but Brett Pope, grow up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love you, Brett. Love you, Brett. You've been good to me lately. Um, but yeah, three wide line requisition. Uh Amasinus just lands there. Chrissy Parnum just absolutely giggling. And uh, and the punters, the the one one faithful left faithful. lamenting lamenting. Um but yeah, I'm I'm back on board Amasinus this week. I reckon this is a really, really good setup for for this mare. Smack bang on the sixty-six minimum. 54 kgs. Her closing speed has been really good. Looks like a bit of a push button horse for Chrissy Parnham. Just needs to find cover again from the from the mid draw. If Amasenis can can uh, Chrissy Parnham can, as I said, get that smother in transit, angle out into space and let down. I just I think he's just she is going to be strongest late. A lot will depend on just what sort of form. Some sort shows up in at his very, very best and um, um, breathing fire. Some sort will obviously take some running down, but Amasinus is a horse on the way up with a five kilo weight advantage with race fitness and confidence up as well. Uh, as I said earlier, Simon A. Miller um, has really turned around, turned the ship around, and uh, they are firing on all cylinders at present. Pretty keen here. Amasinus on top oh uh, the price is, price is about bang on mine my three three twenty at the moment was a bit better which Terry mentioned earlier um when the markets were released but I think amacenas is one of the better bets of the day
1: yeah well I'm the same price I'm basically exact same price as you um so if if we can creep out a bit to three eighty or something we can definitely
0: have something on but um the the horse that I'll be floating about with as Terry was floating about with absolute is Betfair Late Price Diablery. Uh, I know he's been up for a long time, but he's drawn one. He's drawn gate one, has been racing in better races. William Pike goes on. Um, Diablery could get out to a silly price on Betfair Late.
1: Yeah, well, as I said earlier, there's a couple of pikey uh, horses. Pikey goes on that'll take sits and be looking to get on. And this is one of the ones that's um – yeah, I think Diablery, exactly as you said, bang on, he's, uh, he's a William Pike type horse from Barry. one. Did look a little bit tired last start. If you just compare the runs of Absolute and Diablery, yes. there, there was a, a clear superior effort out of the two. But um, obviously, Pikey's plus a couple of lengths. So if, uh, if Summer's got him firing, like she had Bella's Idol firing last Sunday.
0: Um, yeah, Actually, we should mention winnable. Summer, um, Dixon. That's good training effort for Bella's Idol. I mean... I, uh, I said on a podcast a few weeks ago that he's a horse that has got under my guard and I didn't realize he was as good as what he is. And then he's let rip with a third, mighty third in the um, in the Bunbury Cup and then he's won the listed Southwest Cup last So said It's a horse that continues to improve. I think he's a six-year-old as well, so she's done a top job with him. Well done. Mm. Tip yes, of the hat. well done.
1: Tip of the hat. I like it. Tip,
0: tip of the hat, Summer Dixon. Um Good stuff. Now, uh, this is the race that we've all been waiting for. It's race eight, the city of Belmont, WA Oaks, group three, classic, over the 2,400 meters, fillies only, set weights. Now, Terry Layton has been playing uh, the futures markets for the W Oaks for the last few weeks or so, he is uh, he's heavily invested in the outcome of this particular event. It looks like, uh, as the market suggests, a race in two between pure devotion with W Pike going on board, um, Grant Williams and the Cerise and White looking for a seventh straight. W.A. Oaks victory. They also have a uh, second stringer, a very um, decent one, in fact, in Reliable Star. But the but the major major danger to Pure Devotion is a horse by the name of Temptation, who has burst into calculations with two mightily impressive midweek performances. Now. This very well-bred filly couldn't have done much more in her 1,800-metre victory, midweek victory at Ascot last start, and she presents uh, a significant threat to Pure Devotion. What What was your take on the Last Start Temptation performance? And um, I know Pure Devotion is a pretty handy result for you, Terry, that um, I'm sure you've played this race um, in your in your favour as well. But uh, when you saw Temptation do what she did last start, did you get a little bit nervous? And it did, did, was that... Did that allow, um, did that mean that the pure devotion early uh, futures players should um, be a little bit nervous heading into the WA Oaks on Saturday?
1: Uh yeah, I, I watched that race without any too, without any real heavy investments. Uh, I'd say smaller chiclet, actually in that race, Bj, um, which uh, which didn't go very well. Um, but temptation, I, I just wanted to see temptation not go very well. To be mm. honest, there, yeah, uh, I hadn't allowed for temptation um, in into my WIOX calculations uh, at the beginning. Uh, after uh, after her win in the class one over wins a lot, I'd started thinking that way and thought he might head in that path. But that uh, that second win, albeit with a 10 out of 10 from Chrissy Parnham, um, that was a win of a, a very, very, very nice horse. And uh, as I think I spoke to you later that night, we said that Dan Morton certainly knows how to train good horses well. Um, I think they would like another run. 15, 18, 2400 might be a little bit... Um, a touch unorthodox. I think one more run in between would have probably been ideal. But you do back Danny Morton in to um, to get him right for the setup. But, uh, look, it, for futures punters, we have to um, – while well, we had a horse thrown in that we weren't expecting to be thrown in. layer was scratched as well. So I think it's sort of been a um, a give-and-take sort of situation. I don't think we can uh, – I don't think we can complain. But, um,
0: yeah. Were, were you – just on mm-hmm. Um what was the – Was there any feedback as to why they didn't press on to the okay? Was it virus? Yeah,
1: virus. So I reckon that's how the big show in Montalina might have had the same one. Looked like right. It looked like something okay. the way those two went it looked like it was something fairly sinister so but um well, I don't I have no idea what it was but it was a virus that went uh, the reason for Solea coming in I think it was Deccan that passed that on to me um, yes so shame for Deccan because um Salaya would have been a massive play would have been interesting because I I think we would have seen some real aggression from a horse like lunar impact and it wouldn't have surprised me if Solea even um, took a sit um, as speaking of Deccan I mean I, I think Solea is going to be a better horse with a sit it's just been left in front because nothing's had the speed to lead the races. Her turn of foot's electrifying for a horse to do that with a sit. Um, I know Soleil is not underrated, but I think Soleil is even better than we realise because she's not been suited to leading. If that makes sense.
0: Like, but also, even even last spring, she she didn't really get a lot of luck in a lot. No, of, she didn't in a, in a lot of races and sort of drew awkwardly and was ridden interestingly and um, on occasions and. Uh, and then yeah we we saw what she could what she could do on um uh, more so this this time in yeah. uh, this prep but this autumn, um and she she won a challenge and she won a Natasha and she's just a bloody good filly. So. She's a
1: rail, she's a railway uh, horse. So yeah, Solaire sure. is definitely a, a railway horse. I'd be surprised if mm-hmm. her and Dig Deep aren't running the Quinella. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, didn't didn't now. find
1: that one as funny. I oh, sorry. I thought that was, <laughs> thought that was quite humorous. Um, <laughs> but yeah no. Looks looks at racing too. So what what I said before when we discussed um downforce BJ with the uh, ordering the barrier so I've just done that with pure devotion here and now pure devotion I'm expecting midfield with cover they'd love to settle what's in this race 12 12 runners they'd love to probably settle in 6th 7th with cover that'd be the aim now listen to every runner underneath so barrier 7 reciting barrier 6 cafe near barrier 5 temptation 4 strawberry mist 3 brave angel 2 there's a thought 1 sunset cruise all 7 horses will want the same spot none of them will drop right out none of them will go right forward all 7 will want the exact same spot that is a concern for me um, with pure devotion so I am I'm hoping this isn't uh this just to me, BJ. This has a real truly great nerf bosque feel about it with it the It does, same,
0: it does. I thought the exact with the same that's jockeys. incredible. I thought I thought that exact same but, thing. But yes. It
1: just can't happen to me again. Um especially when I had Chrissy Parnum send me a little picture of him celebrating on Nerf Boss. He was he was aware that I'd uh, I'd done me absolute ass on um Truly great, but it's a similar situation. We'd actually saved on uh, Nerf Boss Mm. at the price at the time, and I was lucky enough to have a bit of foresight to whack away at the $8 temptation on Monday morning after I heard about Salaya. So, um, yeah, cracking horse race. Winner should come from those two. Um, spare a thought for me as well. I've, I've been backing Lunar Impact for the place all the way down from forty-one dollars a hole into about twenty. <laughs> I stopped at about twenty-one. I think twenty-three. He's going gonna to go around She's going to go round at about five, six bucks a hole. She'll lead. I'd love to, as I said to you before, I'd love to see Pure Devotion and Temptation getting a war out right in front, Pure Devotion succeed, look back eight lengths further back in third and see Lunar Impact is plugged away into a, into third spot. So, would that, uh, would that put a him. smile on the dial? That would do, yeah. That might see yeah. the uh, the Bucks do hit another level at that stage of the proceedings. <laughs> but uh, I think Lunar Impact will run a nice race. I do think she'll probably run fourth, fifth or sixth, but uh, very happy get with <coughs> their 26 or 27 bucks on average. Of a hole for her, but uh, look- Will
0: you? Be getting? Will you be getting the Moa out on oh, no, if, if if results go your way? The corks, for the the,
1: the corks will be a pop BJ. Don't worry yeah, about okay. that. Um, yeah, but yeah, the uh, it's a two horse race. The market's bang on. Uh, I cannot suggest back in Pure Devotion at even money. Temptation at 3.90 looks about right. I yeah, it's it's down to the jockeys. It's down to the ride. We don't know temptation ceiling. My gut tells me Temptation's a very nice horse, but um, there's a reason. What did you say earlier? Bob's won the last six.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's yes. won a heap of them, but the last six in yeah. a row, yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah. there's a reason that um, there's a reason Bob wins these races, and um, yeah, I'll back him in again here,
0: and we'll we'll definitely tip Pure Devotion. Yeah, I wanted to make, I really wanted to make a strong case for Temptation, and I think we can. It's just that Pure Devotion Scott had the traditional Oaks lead up, and I know it sounds boring, but it's got the miles into its legs, and to be fair, she. Was very unlucky not to win the Ascot One Thousand Guineas, and I I believe that you know had Kirill tracked Brave Angel and Peter Nucky into the race um, in the uh, Natasha that she would have got the better of Salea uh, on that occasion, and um, and it, so she hasn't won either of those, but she comes into this race. William Pike goes on. I get everything that Terry is saying from a from a map perspective. Um, But just the fact that it's got the um, Team Williams, uh, William Pike, traditional Oaks lead up, Cerise and White Colours on board, pure devotion, William Pike will be keeping um, Temptation within his sights. Temptation has let down so impressively in in her midweek wins but – what would Pure Devotion have done under similar circumstances, given the the exact same runs? Um, I, I'm pretty confident that Pure Devotion can sit and track temptation, and just with that So You Think pedigree as well, that beautiful staying pedigree, uh, you know, Pure Devotion over the 2400 meters. I, I'm pretty confident that uh, William Pike will be able to find a way to edge past. Chris Parnham, who will no doubt be throwing everything at temptation, and that's that um, comparison that you used, the, the Perth Cup. This, th- this has, this is this has got that written all over it again. I love that you said that, Terry, because that's what was my my first thought as well. Looking, watching Pike and Parnham go stride for stride down the Ascot Straight again. Can't wait. Think that pure devotion is going to end up with her nose in front on the line though pure devotion wins Temptation's going to give her a hell of a fright how long have we got and, till um, the first
1: how long till the first turn is it 400 meters
0: yeah yeah yeah. the full meters.
1: 400 meters so. well
0: well yeah it might be a little bit short but yeah basically 400 meters yeah.
1: yeah it's all it's all about the map it's all about the map early if um yeah if if Pure devotion gets caught out three deep, and yeah, it's it's all about the map. It's it's ah, yeah. uh, it's so it's just I just I just hope it is not a mirror image of the the Perth car and the the best horse run second by a lip. I just hope that isn't the
0: case. Um, Betfair in Run might be uh, might be interesting as well. Uh, the only other, I mean, obviously Brave Angel is a um, already a listed winner. Of this preparation won the Ascot Thousand Guineas. Uh, Brad Parnham, interesting that Brad Parnham goes. On board, Uh, They've done a bit of chopping and changing with their riders aboard Brave Angel with this preparation, but she's obviously a um, top four chance, as is Reliable Star, who we mentioned. They are the four class fillies of the race. The only other horse that I'd like to mention, only because it just absolutely bolted in and her closing splits were through the roof, but reciting won a mile maiden at Pinjarra the other day by over five lengths. Uh, massive step up into a 2400 meter Oaks um, a couple of weeks later, but geez, that was impressive, and um, and maybe she she can be the one that surprises a few and runs on into third at a price, but um, but yeah, for me, um, yeah, pure devotion, temptation to give her a hell of a fright though.
1: Very good, yeah. It's a um, yeah, looks a real two horse race, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, it certainly does. So. Um, I'm glad that they were able to cobble together a field of twelve as well. It, this had this had the markings of perhaps a Mel vista style six, seven, eight horse field, just with the attrition rate. But it's um, it's it's encouraging to see that there's uh, at least a competitive lineup of uh, of twelve runners facing the starter in the uh, in the W Oaks.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting to see. Him. Ash Maley paid the late entrance fee for uh, for Denzo. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> waiting.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for one of us to say. What that. What do you reckon so. we're
1: going to see? Surely, if like that's why I reckon fireworks. There's, surely there fireworks. could be fireworks. Works. I think, yeah, I think if Pike does get caught deep and has to jake pure devotion back to last, I don't think he needs to panic because I think it could be a little bit of a um, a mess out in front. And I think surely the plan on Lunar Impact is going to be just go, just get to the front, go along at a steady tempo, even above benchmark, and try and break some hearts and fall into third place type thing. You know, so what do,
0: what do you think if there's a thought the Dan Morton second stringer? Um, I think, I does think, that, I does that have a role to play no. from a speed map point of view? No, just no. You reckon I thought they might try and lead, actually? Okay. But,
1: uh... Yeah, could do. Could do. I think I think there'll be some funny little moves. I mean, there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you could say, I oh, always try and hold on into third or fourth, but yeah, I, I think,
0: nah, throw caution to the wind. YOLO. Have a
1: crack. Have a crack. Have a crack. Have a crack. Have a crack.
0: Is that yeah, right? well, Denzo's added a real, deme- <laughs> a real dimension mm-hmm. to the race, hasn't it? The uh, the late entrant oh. from uh, Money Mailey. Money oh, so. Denzo, Washington. Tenal <laughs> mm. so that uh, yeah, so uh, there, there's going to be a few horses that might be hitting hitting a brick wall come the um, five or six hundred meter marker in the Oaks on on Saturday, but uh, so yeah, the uh, the it's going to be a fascinating race and one we are both looking forward to tremendously. Yeah, I don't know if I'm looking
1: forward to it as much as I'm shitting myself, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how we go. Hopefully, I because I'm meant to be laying off a fair portion of what's happened thus far. Hopefully, I uh, don't have the Dutch courage at the time and uh, decide, ah, we'll just let it ride. We'll just let, let it ride. It, we'll let just it let ride. it ride. Anyway, BJ, it is time for the last of the day, also known as the Get Out Stakes. S-T-E-A-K-S. Stakes.
0: Correct, Terry. The extremely popular get-out stage. First past the post. That's right. Is brought to you by Market City Meats. They are, of course, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located on uh, Bannister Road at the uh, Canning Vale Market. So, Timmy Hewitt, the great man, he runs the show. Swing past, drop in. Let him know you're a one-one listener. Ter- uh, Timmy and his team, they will uh, they'll look after you, no doubt. Congratulations to last week's episode 68 get out stakes winner Alex Lucas he was uh, he was nearest the pin with his unreliable prediction and um, and collected with the gourmet group one sirloins available out there at Market City Meats. so congratulations to Alex and um, moving forward to race 9 the get out stakes this went this week to enter uh simply hit us up on Twitter at the one1 pod. Let us know the horse that you think will win race nine at Ascot on Saturday, remembering, of course, the Sam White rule, Terry. First pass the post. <laughs> Correct. First in, best dressed, Sam White rule, and um, very important, the two decimal places as well. So
1: You caught me off guard there at a mouthful of food. <laughs>
0: That's all right. I've got a mouthful of metal braces at the moment. So apologies to listeners if I sound like I'm slurring my words a little bit. It's, uh, I haven't had a drink. Um, I haven't had a drink for a while actually, but um, I haven't had a drink. It's just my uh, it's just my braces. I'm just getting used to them. I, uh, I uh, got them whacked on, on uh, last Friday and um, a few letters are still a little bit tricky, but we'll get the hang of it. We'll get there, Terry. We'll get there.
1: All right, Metal Mouth, what do you like in the last? <laughs> <laughs> I can't
0: believe it's taken us to th- th-
1: this stage. Oh, Bro, you brought it once you once you brought it up. It was free reign from there for me. Uh, I thought I thought you would have meow. launched
0: earlier, but uh, but yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, there is a, there is a bit of that happening. Um, wow, Jeez, I'm Miss, Ken, mm. Miss, Miss Kentucky. I've just uh, I've just refreshed. I've done the old refresh.
1: Dollar mm. sixty five. Isn't Brad's price still available? You want all right? You want to lay it out for the listeners? Ah, what's McManus go up this morning? Is it McManus Madness? It's McManus Madness. (laughs) He went up two dollars seventy five for Miss Kentucky, and I'm sure because Bradley's actually joining us on uh, Saturday. BJ Luke's Bucks do. Brad will be tell Brad will be telling us. Oh, she'll be four back the fence. This is a big step up in class. She's a big risk. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. That's what Brad will be saying. Okay, well, the punters disagree at this stage. The they CD, they certainly they? do. They certainly do, but there is there is always a uh, a question of um, of price and what is fair enough. And even I have to say, the dollar sixty five. That's geez, that's bare, 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 bare bones, Bj.
0: Well, yeah, it's 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 the
1: barest, it's barest, crazy, barest crazy. of bones. Crazy. We're not here I mean, just to tip. Yeah. When there's no, like one thing I get very frustrated, and you know I get quite frustrated, is we can all say, "Oh, this should win. This will win." But if it's a dollar sixty-five.
0: And what, what have you marked Miss Kentucky out of interest? Well, in fairness to Brad, I was two twenty Miss Kentucky. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So, and that was just factoring in luck in running, really. Yeah. Um, exactly right. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that one sixty-five uh, currently available is a bit of a false price. I'm expecting you know her to get out to something a little bit more uh, reasonable on race day um so you
1: are but- you are basically a 45% chance of winning the market's currently nearly a 61% chance of winning so if that's the yeah. case this is this is i mean and this is one of my favorite aspects and it's very hard to explain to people is i was going in thinking when i saw brad's price and elsewhere and i thought 230 240 miss kentucky that'll be the best of the day very happy having yeah. that, having a good yep. go but at the dollar yep. 65 we now need to try and get her beaten let's do it Let's
0: try anyway. <laughs> let's try. Let's try. Um, so who, who 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 falls into the category of horses with the with the talent to uh, to to cause an upset? Where um, you know, uh, well, let's start with the map, I suppose. Yeah, um, start with the map. Captain Kink and there's not much speed in this, actually. Captain Kink and um,
1: Cramden are your obvious speed horses. Uh, Cramden, last time drew outside of Captain Kink, actually crossed Captain Kink. Captain Kink sort of tailed them, went to the breeze, and won the race. That was a knockoff plutocracy uh, a couple of starts ago. Um, So expect those two to go forward and work themselves out, either lead breeze or the same type of setup um, in in that sort of way. Highland beat from barrier three, should land just off them. Moulton has the blinkers off. Look for more aggression um, on Moulton. And there's, there's not a huge amount... Of other natural speed. I think Riverbow from ten, they'll try and find a spot. But at the four dollars eighty, I think is another one that's come up well under the odds from Barrier Ten. Uh only fell in last start. I wanna say fell in it one by just under half a length, but it was given a 10 out of 10 from a good gate from Jason
0: Whiting. So with- And every mortal, didn't Every really mortal, vital, yeah. So
1: with the extra weight, wider gate, and running into Miss Kentucky, the $4.80 does not uh, appeal in the slightest, BJ. So um, we've got to look a little further afield, and it's actually – Brad has gone up on one at eight dollars fifty, which is now out to fifteen dollars, and it's um yeah, it's one that I actually marked uh, about eight bucks as well. And who would have thought? Straight attorney. Who would have thought in the last of the day that Pikey's come up double my price on a and white runner? It's um
0: yeah, it's it's unheard of, isn't it, Bj? I reckon Pikey would be a little bit offended with the market oh. moves um, for said that this early stage of proceedings. Oh. Usually he's lining up on seven, eight, nine faves and um, half of his rides have drifted significantly since the markets were released.
1: They've, for- they've forgotten who this W Pike kid is. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the uh, the local bookies aren't following uh the Overeast stuff and they've uh yeah they've completely <laughs> forgotten who he is, but uh I did do a little uh to be devil's advocate with state attorney bJ. I did a little deep dive on um, his form, what he requires to win. He's a fresh horse, so we like the fact he's fresh Um that's definitely a positive, but uh, his four victories from his twenty seven starts what barriers have come from bj one, one, right. one, and three. Um, and run, rails and run rails and run tucked up for that uh, late sprint and he really can accelerate and let go late um, first up last prep had absolutely no luck when Drew actually drew 5 but he ended up back last for Clint Johnston Porter behind Elite Street it was huge over the final 100 it was a real eye catcher second up drew 1 was able to settle in 4th got over Zeebel late uh, had no luck for Paddy Carby from Barrier 10 and then stepped up to a longer journey but drew good gates ran good races because he drew the good gates so um, yep. They know this horse. They've openly said they know he's a fresh horse. So this first up, no trial off 84 days. This will be the race they're targeting um, to try and win, I would suggest. But again, I I look at those drawn just underneath him. Guns and Navarone, um, my Demi. Moulton probably goes a little bit more forward. Um, so those couple of horses are going to want the similar type of spot to State Attorney. I
0: just Miss, even Miss Kentucky really,
1: even Miss Kentucky exactly right. Yeah. So I, I just worry that um, sort of Pikey at best ends up in sort of eighth ninth spots and on the back of horses he doesn't want to be on the back of giving him the right cart in to the race. But um, look, there is a world and there is a situation most definitely where um, where the leader stops, whether it be Captain King, Miss Kentucky, whether, uh, sorry, not Miss Kentucky, Captain Kink, or um, Cramden, whether a horse, Cramden, uh, yeah. it could be a horse like, um, like Moulton ends up on the fence in that line and Moulton has enough. It could be uh badger courage doesn't give uh, Miss Kentucky the toe into it from barrier one over a thousand. And when you're not a leader, um, you're always a big chance of finding trouble. But um, I do think Chris Parner will, will find room. And I do think, Miss Kentiki will win the race, but uh, yeah, dollar sixty-five. That's that's thin. Oh, I was a dollar ninety, and I couldn't have got her any longer. So uh, that was as long as I could have got her a dollar ninety. That's including bad luck. Mm. So it's a funny one. I don't know. So I'm in a, I'm in a mindset now, and I haven't actually made up my mind. It's either you wax state attorney each way at the fifteen and three fifty, and you're, you're happy with that price as a bet, or you, you hold fire and um, you hope for some two dollars. Twenty two dollars thirty. Um, Miss Kentucky on the day, and have a little bit of a an onslaught at that price. They're the they two sort of mindsets I'm um, contemplating at the moment, BJ.
0: Yeah, that. But I'm unsure. About, that sounds about right for me. So if we're looking for potential upsets, I think you have to seriously consider Highland Beat. This, um, he's another East Coast import for the uh, Ganjimi Brothers Racing Stables. Just want to run through his form last preparation. It, this was his first campaign in Western Australia. He had quite a lengthy campaign. so Obviously, he's a very sound horse. Um, and he's, uh, let's listen to some of this form. So first up, he's run third over a 1,000 meters at Belmont behind We've Got Dreams and Money Matters. He's then followed that up with a second behind Money Matters with Jericho Missile in third. Then he has um, run sixth in the Jolly Beggar, which was a $100,000 race, but he's only beaten two lengths. This was behind Money Matters, Jericho Missile, Vital Silver, Belter. So that was another good run. He's followed that up. He's run well, but um, but oh, that was probably his least impressive run, but this was against Celebrity Queen, Clips of Comfort. Uh, Money Matters, um, Multiverse was in that race as well. Um, he's then run behind Elite Street, and his last run behind us uh, before a spell. He's run. He's drawn four, um, raced on speed, and he's run third behind Elite Street and Long Beach over 1,100 metres at Ascot. So all that form is pretty bloody good. And then he's come out and um, trialled super at um, at Ascot on the um, – oh, sorry, at Belmont, rather, on March 15 for Mitchell Pateman, canted in that trial uh, from a good draw, gate three, um, First up for the Ganjimis and Mitchell Pateman on Saturday, I think he's going to get the right run. If Miss Kentucky and Chris Parnham happen to encounter some roadblocks and some traffic issues and things don't fall into place from gate one, which can happen, I think that Highland Beat is going to be the horse to take advantage of that situation. Miss Kentucky um, probably
1: ends up in the back of Highland Beat just about as well. Perhaps, I think, yeah, which is so. Yeah just it's, it's a pretty advantageous
0: spot i think miss kentucky ends up in there yeah i agree i'm i'm just uh, sort of clutching at straws a little bit but if there is a horse with the setup with the form with the peak form and the uh and and the right sort of setup to to uh, may, maybe make things a little bit interesting in the get out stakes and for me it's going to be number 4 highland beat yeah i i
1: think i would have found highland beat considerably uh shorter i actually I'm just reviewing my market here, BJ. I got Highland Beat 620, State Attorney 750. So actually a Highland mm-hmm. Beat um uh, a bet at the current price, just about. Not that I'm um not that I'm diving in on anything just yet. But um yeah, as I said, it's uh I don't know. What what, what are we gonna see at jump, Miss Kentucky? Are we are we any hope of seeing But
0: but it, but, but even if it is a dollar eighty for for argument's sake on the exchange, what does that make Highland Beat state attorney River well, bow, I think what does that make that that forces them out? Surely, Riverboat. Riverboat so.
1: river will jump ten bucks. So I'll probably lay that on yep. Betfair this afternoon. So Riverboat chewing up a so massive chance. We'd be
0: we'd be silly to bet now, regardless. Well,
1: I look at the state attorney price, and I think yep. I think surely Pikey can't be riding. Surely a horse that's sort of designated for this type of setup can't be going around much longer than fifteen dollars um state attorney but you are bang on if miss kentucky trades at a dollar 80 type thing that's 60 percent of the market or something near that um yeah the other the other however many horses 12 horses 10 horses sorry have to fit into 40 percent. so there has to uh has to be some give somewhere i mean it's it's yeah it's a funny one By by jump if captain kink's 26 dollars you know the likely leader is 26 captain kink could be your each way bet it's it's really about trusting a, a drifter and um well, not trusting a drifter, but um, but being willing to to back a drifter and, and sort of yeah, quantifying why it's drifting, I guess.
0: But yes, I think we are going to be flooded mm. with entries uh, for Miss Kentucky in the Get Out Stakes. And just a reminder to listeners that the second decimal point may be all important if there's oh, yeah. um, a wa- if there's a wave of uh, of um, of Miss Kentucky entries. I reckon the Sam White um, rule might even come into play. I reckon mm. I reckon you could be bang on there, there Guru. So um, yeah, margins, two decimal places, it's uh it's this it could be critical. Come sure. get out of stakes time critical. on critical. Yeah. Okay, guru, it's time for our bet best betting proposition of the day you can lead the way what is your bet fair best
1: uh, well, we're going to use bet fair bj for my bet fair best um, i think if we use some bet sp marks for uh, miss Contiki in race 9 the bookends and Maracino in race 1 i've marked the multi around about $3.40 $3.50 uh, i think we'll be we'll see some sort of $4 plus so we're going to play a bet fair all up Maracino, miss Contiki, in the hope of seeing some 2 bucks for the pair
0: Okay, okay. My Betfair best, while this horse admittedly is right banging on my price at the moment, I'm hoping for slightly better on the day, um, on Betfair, of course, on the Betfair exchange. Race seven, number 10, Amacinas. Horse is flying, good setup. She'll get, just needs a bit of cover in transit. She'll be launching all over the top of them, Amasinus, to make it three in a row, Betfair best.
1: Very good. And what's your, uh, what's your Maddie? Tough day for a Maddie. Lots of
0: small fields. My Maddie is before I, um, I let loose with it. It's uh, hashtag I stand with Brad. And my Maddie is race one, number two, freeze them off. You can currently get $21 on sports bet, $21 on a six-horse field for a horse whose peak form um, would match any of these, I think, is a pretty good price.
1: That is, uh, yeah, it always is. Uh, what do they say? Funny things happen in uh, small fields, BJ. So that's uh, it's probably now getting out to a, probably a bit silly. The 440 was probably a bit thin, Bradley, but uh, – yeah
0: four forty was probably silly the twenty one dollars is mad exactly right uh look i'm really
1: battling- I'm really <laughs> battling for a uh, twenty dollar pop in a in a day full of small fields and stand out uh alex but um like i said if watch me nay nay can get out the gates land prominently enough there was enough crosses through the rest of them for uh for it to run a race so watch me nay nay uh watch me whip
0: um watch Kira whip and watch it nay nay <laughs> We've both gone KU for our mandy, oh, there you so it go. Could, be a, uh, could be a couple of lucky long shots there for, uh, for Kira. Couple of, so. A bit of a 500 to 1, uh, little double for K- yeah, KU. Yeah, multi up. KU. Uh,
1: lay of the day. I um, Again, I'm b- battling. The one that's, uh, I've marked Riverbow double figures. So um, Riverbow at the $4.80.
0: Uh, I, uh, I will call that my lay of the day from the awkward alley with the extra weight okay my lay of the day i know this horse has been has met with significant s- support s- this support. morning significant support race 3 number 3 storybook i think the 280 290 that's currently available is, uh, is significantly below my price i'm happy to to lay storybook in the in the two odd race race 3 um Admittedly has, has some talent, just didn't like some of the things I saw from her um, with Chris Parnamon in the gym crack stakes last week and I'm um, happy to take her on, storybook, in the two-roll race. You've read the script for storybook, have you, BJ? Hopefully, hopefully. We'll wait and see. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that is my bet, Fair lay and uh, that brings our WA Oaks Day preview to a conclusion. Terry. <laughs> we